Catch Up With Cat. Hello and welcome to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey. The little show with big dreams of making things just that little bit better and with some helpful advice along the way. Okay, it's that time again for us all to jog on. It's Tuesday morning and time to catch up once again with our NHS Couch to 5K team. That is PT Robin Haggart. Good morning, Robin. How are you today? Good morning. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, tip top as always. And we've got reluctant volunteer who I think is now secretly enjoying this just a little bit. It's engineer Craig Donald. Hiya, Craig. How's it going? Not bad at all, pal. Are you still in one piece? (laughs) Oh, I'm getting there, yes, I'm arriving, so... Oh, good stuff. Now, um, first of all, Craig, you previously haven't been running since school. You said that. You're now a full month of gradual training under your belt. How are you feeling? I'm feeling not too bad. I wouldn't say great, but yeah, feeling okay. <laughs> How did you get on with week four, then? Oh, it wasn't too bad, yeah. A couple of little times. There was one time I actually fell over my ankle, so I uh, had to like, take it easy for a day after that. But <laughs> since then, I've been okay. So Where were you running to fall over at your ankle? You're not meant to be having obstacle courses in the way. It's flat running. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> I was actually running down the hill, and I looked down, looked, there was a cow in the field, and just like tripped over, like went over my ankle. <laughs> and that's just what happens. <laughs> For anyone just joining us, Craig um, Craig didn't read the app very well in week one and actually ran a full 5k in his first outing. I, I still need to know, Craig, are your friends and family still giving you pelters about that one? They bring it up sometimes, <laughs> not very often, but they've got it in the memory bank me, so... Well, now they've got you falling over looking at cows, so exactly. <laughs> I'll give them something for this week. <laughs> Robin, he's still with us despite the cows, despite running 5k in day one. Are you surprised or are you just proud of him? <laughs> I'm both. I'm surprised and I'm proud. I'm proud that you're keeping going. Yeah, despite week one, we've kind of pulled it back <laughs> and now you're finding it a bit challenging, which is good. You'll be ready for week five. Ah, so Robin, go on, hit him with it. What, what's he got to do this week? Okay, Craig, are you listening? Because you've got three different runs this week. Okay. So you've got one run, which consists of obviously your five-minute warm-up. Then you've got five minutes of running and three minutes of walking. And then you repeat that three times. Okay. Your run two is a five-minute walk eight minutes of running, five minutes of walking, and then eight minutes of running again. And yep. then you can do this because you did this in week one, so I'm sure you can do it in week five. <laughs> <laughs> you can run for five minutes as a warm-up, and then you can go continuously running for 20 minutes, no walking with that. Oh, okay. oh we've, we've definitely stepped up a gear with this one, Craig. No, it'll be a bit of a challenge, but I'll just get into it keep trying so try my hardest oh good lad now I know that you've been raving about your newfound athleticism so much so that you've actually managed to recruit a pal introduce us who have you brought along to this 5k party then Craig we've got uh, one of the chums Bobby Brown he's wanting to give it a go oh all the celebrities are doing it is it Bobby Brown the rock star no <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, uh, Bobby, hello, welcome to the party. Craig tells me that you are keen to get involved in this. How did he persuade you? Come on. He just told me all about it and I thought it was a good idea, a good way to lose the wee beer belly. Did you slap your own tummy there? (laughs) (laughs) Let me hear that one more time. 
<laughs> oh, the joys of radio. I now wish this Zoom call actually had pictures on it. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, and what is your kind of fitness level then, Bobby? What's your previous running history then? Bit out of shape. Well, I heard. I mean, it was a nice noise, but I've now got this vision. I've got a vision of... Well, I don't know what I've got a vision of, but... Robin, we have a new recruit. Um, he, he sounds like he might need your help. What was your advice then to people new to the NHS Couch to 5K? Well, we did say to Craig, but Craig didn't listen. You want to make sure that you are starting off nice and easy. Do not um, run straight into it. Like, don't start sprinting. For your footwear, just make sure you're wearing something that is comfortable. Week one, just take it nice and easy. So no bother at all then, Bobby. I can't wait to hear how you got on. Craig, this is a bit that I'm really keen on hearing. What advice, now that you're obviously clearly nearly an athlete, what advice do you have to your pal Bobby about undertaking this? Uh, give it a go, but just like Robin said, just make sure you do a good warm-up. I found like muscles in my legs are always sore. Then do a walk, do your do some stretches and everything that helps. Yeah, so Bobby, just um, keep your eye on the road and don't watch the cows. Is what Craig really wants to tell you right now. <laughs> Are you game to give it a go, Bobby? I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm game for it. Good stuff. Well, listen, boys, thank you so much for joining me, Robin. Thanks again for trying to keep this pair in, intact. I mean, I've no idea what we're we've let ourselves in for, but at least we'll have fun along the way. Good luck, Craig. Good luck, Bobby. And don't forget all the details on nhsinformed.scot. I love hearing stories about your communities and the heartwarming tales that we get from there. Now, our posties continue to do an amazing job all over Scotland. Here are two wee crackers. So today I am joined by not one, but by two posties. I have Doogie Beattie. Hiya, Doogie. Hiya. And I also have Davy Barber. Hiya, Davy. Hi, Kat. Right, now, first of all, Doogie Beatty, where are you, the postman? I'm postman and leaving. I'm actually driving lower land going London links. Okay, and how long have you been doing that? I've been a postman for 30 odd years. Oh, you'll know what you're doing by now then. Thanks, sir. <laughs> so what have you been getting up to then? I know that you've been creating a bit of a stir in the community. Tell me what you've been doing. Oh, I've, just, I've just been dressed up in fancy dress. Somebody actually dared me to do it. And because I used to go to rewind a lot, I've got all the gear up the stairs, so I thought, oh, why not? <laughs> that magic dressing up box. <laughs> I, I went to rewind for six years on the, on the bounce, so we've got loads of the gear. So who have you been then, Dougie? What outfits have you unleashed in the public? Uh, I've been Snow White, I've been Cruella de Vil, Fred Flintstone, <laughs> Wilma. I've dressed up in the 80s gear. I've had been a hot dog, whippy cushion. I've been loads. That's too many to mention. And what kind of reaction have you been getting from everybody? Oh, the, the, folk, the folk are loving it. I actually didn't wear it one day and I, I got into trouble from them off for no wearing it. But you're getting the old people who <gasps> seen the post, post all day or they're not seeing anybody all day. And it's just cheering them up. And that was the main reason for doing it. So the oldies are loving it and I bet you the kids think you're fantastic. Oh, the, the kids are loving it, yeah. The kids are actually loving it, yeah. And what are, what other outfits have you got up your sleeve then, Doogie? Oh, can I say? Oh! <laughs> I love that, an element of mystery. Right, I will get back to you in a wee second. I've got Davy Barber, the postie, as well. And where are you a postie then, Davy? I work out at the Lugelli delivery office. Lugelli, right, OK. So you've been dressing up as well. Another amazing postie spreading a bit of joy. Who have you been so far? Uh, I've been uh, Elvis, I've been Super Mario, I've done Shrek, 
I've done a fairy princess. I've done a nun and an inflatable dog. So tell us about this dog outfit. What what did that look like? It was just an inflatable pair of trousers with an inflatable dog and it was biting my rear end. Right, okay. And is this the one that's got you internet fame? Yeah, it's had over a million views by a customer took a video and I didn't realise. A million views? That's that's incredible. Have you heard any feedback from all over the world? Yeah, it's uh, hit Australia and like New Zealand and that. And just everybody was just like laughing and that. <laughs> and like Dougie, have the kids and the, the lovely old dears in Loch Gelly, have they been lapping it up? Yeah, they have. Like, kids, what do they kids, say are, to you? kids are loving it. A few of them, uh, the Super Mario one, they were like, go and get a banana, so it's like Super Mario Kart. And they were writing a picture with me holding an empty <laughs> banana. That's hilarious. And what outfits do you have up your sleeve then? I know you've got quite a list still to get through. Ah, it's a, it's a secret as well. Oh, wait a minute. Is there competition here, Dougie? No, not at all, not at all. <laughs> nah, not at all. No. Uh, Dougie, what's been your favourite outfit? What have you enjoyed the most? I must I've actually enjoyed the snow white because I've got a good reaction. I naturally got the dress stuck in the van door when I was jumping at the van. <laughs> and Davy, what about you? What what created the best reaction? Obviously the one with the inflatable dog. The inflatable dog, yeah. Everybody just thought it was funny. Are you gonna keep it up a few weeks longer as well? I'm gonna keep it up until lockdown as well and try and raise me and money for my charity. Oh, who have you been raising money for? Cancer research. And how much have you got so far? Seven seven five. That's Absolutely brilliant. Well done. I'm sure somebody will top it up to the grand at some point. Listen, I think you've both been delivering smiles and joy throughout your area, and that's first-class behaviour, in my opinion. You get my stamp of approval. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, and keep up the, the good work. Dougie Beatty, the postie, and Davy Balfour, the postie as well. Thanks for joining me for a catch-up. Catch-up with Cat. We're in this together. Remember to check out the website clearyourhead.scot for brilliant advice on fitness, nutrition, stress management and tips to help you unwind. Catch up with Kat. I'm joined by seven-year-old Archie Mills and his mum, Sheena. Hi, Archie and Sheena. Hi. (laughs) Now, Archie, you've been making a lot of people smile with your videos. Tell me how this all started and about the first one that you made. What was it all about? Uh, My teacher, Miss Hunter, told us to do it a video um, with a mask and we needed to like give top tips and stuff. So who did, who were you then? Nicola Sturgeon, Nicola Sturgeon. And I believe that she actually saw your video. How did that make you feel? Um, happy. And you've been making other ones, haven't you? Were they good fun to make? Yeah. And who's been helping you? What's been the process? My mum and dad. <laughs> a family effort. I'm hearing Sheena there as well. Sheena, you must be very proud of Archie. I am. I am. I'm super proud of him. Um, I'm always proud of him, but I'm, I'm super proud of how he's coping during lockdown. I mean, it's such a crazy time for kids, isn't it? We're so focused on, you know, the adult problems that we maybe yep. overlook the fact that their wee reality's been kind of totally torn apart as well. How has he been dealing with it? Um, Archie tends to deal with pretty much everything in his stride and he's dealt with this amazingly well. Um, being an only child and stuck in a house with just two adults, I'm a childminder and I've been gone from a, a house full to a house empty and no friends to see, no friends to speak to. For the first few weeks he was just, um, he's taking it all in his stride I have to say. 
Oh, and I know that you've been an active member of Parent Club yes. then, Sheena. Why have you found that so helpful? Um, do you know why? Um, it's nice to just see that everybody else is, is feeling the same as you. <laughs> yeah. as, as stressed and as, you know, struggling with juggling everything. Um, it, it, it's just nice to, to feel you're not alone. And the website is packed with of suggestions and ideas. Have you been using many of them? Have you been up to anything fun? Yep, we've, we've done all sorts. We've come up with some of our own as well. We... Um, we we did some baking last week mm-hmm. um, and used uh, actually did all the measure now so so that he was learning a bit about numbers. Um, well done. What else did we do? We did our times table outside. Mm-hmm. We chalked numbers onto the paving slabs mm-hmm. and did times table hopscotch. Yeah, that's a good one. And Archie, do you prefer baking cakes or doing times tables? Cakes. <laughs> That's a very, very good answer. <laughs> now, what about um, tips for other mums and dads that are maybe struggling a wee bit then, Sheena? Do you think that everybody should just have a wee look at that parent club and see what's available? Absolutely. Um, there's loads There's loads of advice on there. Um, there's loads of tips, even from the simplest, you know, just, you know, when things aren't quite going to plan, take a wee moment, take a breath. And, and try and remember that the kids are struggling too. Um, it's been invaluable for me, I have to say. Now, Archie, tell me about this video you've done about lockdown. What have you been doing? About top tips, what to do and not do. What to do and what not to do. Very important. OK, now, do you have the top tips? Can you tell me some of them? For walk, um... Read a book, maybe? You've got a wee top tip that I really, really liked, and it's what you do if you don't really feel it doing your schoolwork. So it's to get you in the right mood for doing schoolwork. What is it you do then, Archie? Stay in your room for 10, 20 minutes, then um, get a positive mental attitude. Oh, that sounds good. Now, what's your number one bit of advice for me, Archie? Top tips. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your nose. <laughs> Okay, I will... Re- <laughs> Sheena, you must be very proud now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. It's every day's a school day. I have learned that. I will- Do you know what, Archie? Because of you, I will not pick my nose. Thank you very much. Um, Sheena, <laughs> good luck with it all. Archie and Sheena Mills, thank you so much for joining me for a wee catch-up. And there's plenty of advice and top tips at parentclub.scot. Archie and Sheena, all you've got to do is shout bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I always love sharing the best stories from your communities and this one is an absolute cracker. Joining me for a wee catch-up is Jimmy the Janny. Jimmy Young from, is it Dundee, Jimmy, you're from? It is, yes. Yes. Now, tell me what you've been up to because you've become a bit of an internet sensation, have you not? Well, you're right. I'm a bit of a local celebrity. No, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> what happened was, what happened was, um, I was when I, when they, they shut down the pubs on the Friday night, right? Uh, I sort of said, well, "What we're going to do now?" Because we usually go out for a couple of pints on a Saturday with my pals and that. So I thought I'd, I'd put a wee post up on Facebook saying, "I wonder if we'd be able to do a virtual pub." Uh-huh. A lot of people said, that's a great idea, because the idea was just to get my balls in our Facebook group and we'll sit and have a laugh and all the rest of it, right? So then more and more people joined. It was just a standoff of about 10 people, right? Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was 100, 
then it was a thousand, <laughs> then it was ten thousand, then it was twenty-five thousand, <gasps> and now it's sitting at fifty-one thousand. What? Yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy, man. Absolutely. But do you know what? It's a great, great community spirit. But it's a private group, right? You've got to, you've got to join. I, I presume you're a member, by the way, Cap. I have not been invited yet, Jimmy. How do I join? Do I have to know somebody no, in the know? No, no, no. You, you just have to turn up at the door and ask to join and the bouncers will let you in, OK? No. OK, OK. Even if I look a bit dodgy, I've been turned away before from things. <clears throat> no, no, no. No, no, you'll be fine. <laughs> Glad you behave yourself, you'll be fine. Aye, I'll, I'll do my best. So what's the Facebook page called then? It's called Jim the Johnny's Virtual Bar. <laughs> It's, it's, it was just a crazy idea and it, it just went mental. We've got, uh, we've, had, we've got live acts and everything on every night uh, and it's brought up, I'll tell you what, it's brought a lot of people together. Um, there's, there's people that have never even met each other before, are friends for life now and everything. It's, it's incredible. Community we've got. Absolutely amazing. And where have your regulars been from? It's not just the Dundee area, is it? Well, viewers in like uh, Australia, America, <laughs> Thailand, Canada, New Zealand, all over the world. We've actually had like uh, Axon from France, uh, Holland. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. You're sitting here going, is this for real? You're putting on international acts in your virtual bar. That's something else. Yeah, honestly, it's <laughs> unbelievable. We're just doing it. We're doing it with uh, live feeds, you know, like live Facebook lives. Mm. And we're just sort of putting on the page and everybody's watching it. And, it's, and see some of the talent we've unearthed. Honestly, God, it's unbelievable. So you tell us this. about them then. What, what kind of entertainers have you been having on? Well, it's, it's mainly singers and like acoustic guitarists because obviously we kind of get bands together at the moment. And how does it all work then? So you're you're all sitting watching this and you get to chat to each other underneath the live feeds then, yeah. So you're having a right good, like, a virtual pub chat with uh, all these new pals. That, that's it. We, we, you could start a thread. Do you know what the best thing is about it, right? I do a sort of daily uh, live feed just to let people know what's happening and things like that, right? And the best thing about it, and I mentioned that, uh, as soon as somebody comes in the room, they'll put a post up saying, Hi, I'm new here, right? How are you doing, right? Next thing, there's about 200 people piling and saying, oh, welcome to the pub. And <laughs> honestly, you wouldn't believe it. It's really great. Oh, Jim, that's Scottish hospitality to its finest, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody's welcome to our party. Yeah, but it's not just Scottish <laughs> hospitality. It's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. That, uh, and you know what? I had to, I mean, I started off, like when I got to about 1,000, I was like, this is freaking me out, man. I, I couldn't handle it. So I've had to get an admin team of about 15 to 20 people. Oh, my uh, goodness. To help us with it. It's, it's been unbelievable. But been, uh, the vast majority of the 51,000 people are fantastic human beings. Oh, well, do you know what, Jimmy Young, the Janny with the virtual bar from Dundee, I think you're an absolute star and you're spreading a lot of pleasure. Jimmy, Long may your virtual bar's doors stay open. It sounds fantastic. You better join, right? I'll do my best. I will find you. I will track you down. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for joining us for a wee catch-up. Catch-up with Kat. We're in this together. Remember to check out clearyourhead.scot if you need any advice on stress management or how to unwind. Catch-up with Kat. Joining me for a catch-up is Dave Ross from Sam H. That's Scotland's national mental health charity. First of all, Dave, how are you? Ah, fine, fine, hi. 
Uh, good, good stuff. Now, Sam H, what does it stand for again? Um, Sam H is the Scottish Association for Mental Health. So as you said, Scotland's National Mental Health Service. And, and tell us a little bit about Sam H and what you do, what services are on offer then? Right, Sam H have quite a range of services throughout um, Scotland. There's some what would been traditionally be day services, so people coming along and participating in, in activities, and that's mainly gardening. Um, and we do housing support, we do care at home, and we've got supported accommodation type services as well, as well as the, the campaigning and um, uh, work to reduce stigma and increase people's knowledge about mental health as well. Quite a, a varied mix there, loads going on. A lot of Sam H work has been uh, historically out in the community. How have you all had to adapt during the current situation then? How has that been working for you? Um, well, my, my own service, we've been doing a lot more phone support stuff. Um, a lot of the guys, they'll, they'll have a mobile or that, so we've been, we've been giving them a phone and catching up with them. Um, checking that they've got medication, checking how their mood is, and um, things like that. And sometimes just generally just shooting the breeze, um, talking about football, talking about things in the news, um, stuff on the telly and stuff like that. Getting get, getting the key things that we need to know about them and how they're doing, and uh, just catching up with them and having some general chit-chat like we would do at the service. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it, just to stay connected with everybody. Yeah. Now, now, what is your role in the organisation then? What is it that you're actually doing at the moment? I know you've been there for a while. I, 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 I've been there 25 years, actually. Um, 25 years? Uh, just the past uh, November there. You must have started just at the primary school, Dave. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so I, most of the time I've been with Sam H. It's been stuff related to, to horticulture, gardening. My normal day job is a, a senior horticultural practitioner. Um, and we're using gardening to help people recover from mental health problems and maintain their mental health more importantly. Now, this is called the Evergreen Service. How does that actually work then? Is it is it more a case of just getting folk a purpose or is it you know, been out in nature, what is it that's benefiting people? It's it, pretty much that. Um, we get folk referred in to us and we do some self-referrals, but basically, um, folk that have got an interest in gardening, and even some we've had that are just needing something to do, um, they come along mm. and uh, we, we work on the gardens, like a small nursery come veg garden and that. So we're working on that. We're growing plants, uh, we grow a lot of veg plants that the guys and bring on and then harvest it when it's ready. And they're able to take this stuff home and use it themselves, which is great. But also just being out in, in the fresh air. Fresh air and dirt, I used to do a lot of that when I was a bairn. So uh, it, it was quite good. Um, <laughs> Playing in dirt in, in the fresh air. And even that has an effect on people. It does take them maybe back to their times in their childhood and that. Um, and again, the, the, the growing stuff that they can use is very purposeful. I think everything we do, um, we try to make our purpose. There used to be training centres yeah. in the past that lay slabs, and when that group went away at the end of the day, they'd lift those slabs and lay them again. We don't do any of that stuff. If we're laying slabs, they're there and they're staying there. Um, and when we're doing the gardening stuff, we try to, to make everything that we do tie in with the five ways for better mental health and well-being. Um, and gardening is really good for doing that. Any outdoor activity is good for that. So what are the five ways then? You've mentioned the five ways. What are they, Dave? Right, the, uh, I've written them down because I always end up forgetting one. So, um, <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, so the five ways are connect, 
take note of get mm-hmm. active, learn and give. So connect, really importantly connect with people. Um, we're a social animal, humans, so it's connecting with people. So the guys that are at home for now, they know that attend the service. So we encourage them, we, we're connecting with them, but we encourage them as well to get in touch with friends, family, other folk that they're usually in touch with, even the guys at the service have done that themselves um, with each other. Take note of us. That's, and it's in the realms of mindfulness, being aware of what's right and yeah. um, what's happening um, with people as well as things outside. Then now a lot of people will be noticing that somehow we hear the birds a lot more. I don't know where you, you maybe go a walk or that. You hear the birds a lot more because we've not got that constant background noise of traffic nowadays. Um, it's lovely, isn't I, it? It's making a massive difference, yeah. Uh, it's really nice. I, I was driving to Dundee to do a night shift one night there and uh, I actually smelled this coconutty smell and it was the wind or the, the uh, gorse on a hill. Now, driving, oh, right. driving on that A92 to Dundee, if you did that any other time, all you'd smell was exhaust fumes. Yeah, the fumes? Yeah. So I take, take notice, noticing these things. Um, getting active, okay. but it's, it's well documented how physical activity helps people with their mood and, and their mental health and their well-being and just makes you feel good. Now, I'm not the most active person, but doing the gardening, getting out for a walk, um, a lot more people cycling and things like that, but even just getting out for a walk in the fresh air, it could be a lot more activity than you've been getting. What, what should we do then, Dave, if... Maybe not even ourselves, but see if we have a friend or a family member that we think are beginning to struggle a little bit. What can we do to help them? Is it, is it a case of just being there for them and, and making that connection? Yeah, I, th- I think the first thing is, is making that connection and being able to speak to that person. Actually asking them, are you okay? Um, mm. and, and being quite empathetic about that. Um, and there's things that you'll maybe read yourself if they look like... Um, there's this whole beard thing that now that if they look less well kept than they normally do, um, it's, a, it's a big temptation when we're not going out and we're not doing things that actually asking about that, you're looking tired or things like that, just to get that conversation going to ask that person, yeah. how, how are you feeling? Um, um, and then after that, just talking through them, being there for them, um, maybe advising things like getting out for a walk or having more structure of their day because it's, it's very easy to make day into night and vice versa. And all of those sites that you've mentioned, I think you can get links to them on the clearyourhead.scot site as well, yeah. um, which has got loads of advice and stress management and taking care of your mental health and your health in general. Dave Ross from Sam H, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, here's to another 25 years for you, pal. Catch up with Cat. We're in this together. If you need any further advice to help you unwind or improve your sleep, don't forget you can check out clearyourhead.scot. I'm back at 9.40 tomorrow morning when mum of three, Vicky Lever, will be telling us all about Parent Club. And the first rule of Parent Club? Well, you tell everybody about it. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government.